everybody. Happy Wednesday. So this me making another episode the week of Halloween. I just uploaded my last episode two seconds ago and now I'm starting on my next one. It's a beautiful sunny fall day. It's 55 degrees out. Sun is shining. Life is good. I have like um, half an hour of like, well, more than that, but 45 minutes of downtime because my kids are doing their thing in swimming gym. Excuse me. So I just figured might as well get caught up on some things. One of which being the podcast because I've been doing so good consistently posting that I want to keep up with it. So, oh, and we got some stuff to talk about. I, okay. Uh, Actually, hold on. So they're doing some sort of, they're putting a gas line in. Somebody's calling, but it's not time for me to do that yet. So I'm not doing it. Um, They're doing a gas line in our front of our house. And I don't know how, like, maybe I should, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how people know, like, when they're going to start doing major construction or on your road because... And I live on a busy road. So it really backs up traffic when this road is down. So they've been doing line gas line work for the whole entire week. So they started out doing it on Monday or whatever. And then the guy comes to the door. He's like, hey, you know, we're going to close off your driveway on Tuesday. Um, you know, is that cool? And I'm like, well do I really have a choice? No, because you need to get your work done. And it's, you know, it's not like you cannot block off my driveway to do it. So of course it's okay, but thank you for asking. Um, so initially the guy said that they'll be there. And if I need to leave, I can, um, I, they can have the guys lift up the hose and, and I can back out. Okay. But then Wednesday rolls around and I go to take Quinn to school and this thing, he just, it is just at the starting of the side of my easement. And I'm like, yeah, there's no way they're going to get this over here. I'm going to have to park on the street. So I'm like, and I'm already blocked off by cones and I had to flag the guy down. I'm like, hey dude, I got to take my daughter to school. He's like, oh yeah, it's cool. Everybody's really nice, which is, which is nice that everybody's nice to each other because, um, you know, it just, life goes easier. So he's like, you know what? Do you have to leave again? I'm like, yeah, I got to take them to their gym class at like noon. He's like, well, I'm like, should I just park in the street? He's like, yeah, because then the guy, they're not going to be able to lift this huge ass hose over your car. I'm like, okay. So I ended up having to do that. So whatever is cool. I'm like thinking, all right, they did that. They didn't finish doing that until, I don't know, seven o'clock on Wednesday. I mean, I had to go to Jewel later that night and they were still messing with everything, putting it away. 
So I'm like, all right, it's done. We don't have to worry about this anymore. Everything goes back to normal. No, that's not what happened. Thursday rolls around and they're doing something. They're doing the same thing, but they're doing it further down. And they're doing it further down now by the intersection of two, by Busy Street and the crossing Busy Street. And uh, it's been making us late every uh, the past two mornings. I'm like, God damn it. I just... But it's okay, because we're never late. But I just don't want her to go into school late. Um, but, you know, they didn't tell me, and I didn't ask. I should have asked. I didn't even think to ask, because I thought they were done. But, uh, like, they didn't even say, like, oh, hey, by the way, this whole entire thing is going to be held up for the rest of the week, or whatever. So... Yeah, I don't know. But it's over, I think. Or at least it's Friday. So, happy Friday. It's Halloween Eve. It's all Hallow's Eve. Ooh, I'm going to light the black flame candle. Um, but I'm not a virgin, so that doesn't work. Um, I could still light a, I could still light a candle in my kitchen. Um, I don't know what to really do today. I, it sucks because... I thought I was going to get out of work earlier yesterday, but I I need to get rat food. I got to get the rat boys their food. I feel bad. They've been, I've been like, I have to get it from certain place like Pet Supplies Plus. At this point, I should just be ordering. I think I'm just going to start ordering it delivered by like Chewy or something. Because I, there are times when I run out and it's really hard to get over there because it's on the other side, like the opposite direction to Streamwood and uh, I end up forgetting about it and then I have to like I don't know substitute other foods which is good because they're supposed to have other things to eat too but I just feel bad so I'm gonna have to get that today I have to do hair today and I'm gonna do some braids on my friend's boyfriend and I was gonna do that later today but Luckily, I can just do it earlier, so I don't have to worry about it. My Friday night is free. So what I really want to do is, honestly, I need to catch up with my yoga school and my herbology, herbology, herbalist classes, and start reading. I gotta start reading this goddamn book. Um, I want to find, I wish I had somewhere that I could go that's quiet, that I could have like a drink or something, even tea or whatever. And just chill and have, maybe I'll go to like a Starbucks tonight or something after seven. And just hang out there. And then maybe I'll go to like, maybe I'll go to like Public House or something. I don't know. Or Vern's and have 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 a drinky drink and study. But it's loud there, so I don't know. We'll see. But I really just need some peace and quiet. I do not get any at all. And I love my kids so much. But you just need space. Every parent needs space. So I need to really start working on getting up way at like 5 a.m. or 6. Usually we all get up at 7. Um, And that works for Quinn and I and everybody else. So... But if I can get up a couple hours earlier, I can actually enjoy some quiet time. And there are times that I do get up that early, and it's awesome. I can watch my 
like shows. I can catch up on whatever. I have five, like probably 2,000 emails sitting in my email folder because I just haven't been able to sit down and process a thought, let alone check my emails. But such is life. At least I'm able to still alive to be doing all of that. So it's a rainy Friday. Yesterday was kind of depressing. You ever have the, you ever have it where like there are gray days that are just like depressing and it's like everything's gray. And then there are gray days or the next gray day can just be cozy and be like, this is nice. I'm glad today is like that today. Yesterday was kind of shitty. Today is a nice day. It's the leaves are finally changing. It's a little cozy. I actually got my first coffee that I've had in two weeks. So that's kind of a treat. I should have got donuts for the kids. I forgot. Damn it. I suppose I could still do that. I'd have to get everybody to get in back in the car, though. That would suck. Um, or I can slam this coffee and hide the evidence. Maybe I'll do that. No. No, damn it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it because I never get to enjoy anything. <laughs> no. Ugh. I wish I could Uber some donuts, but if I were to do that, if I were to DoorDash a box of donuts, the donuts would be like $25. And then they'd have a hell of a time getting in here because of the construction. Ugh. the leaves are changing and everything looks really nice finally I was afraid they'd all turn brown at once and fall off but nope they're doing their thing Mm. can you hear the rain I sit in the car everybody goes inside I sit in the car for a minute to try to record this on top of also taking calls Um, for work so it's a nice little like five minutes or however long I found my remote start it fell off my keychain and the the thing broke I'm like I'm gonna lose this thing and I have I cannot I don't know how and it's a luxury so I'm not gonna sit here and be like I don't know how anybody can't have remote start it's like because that's not a priority for some people and some people can't have that but if you are able to have it it, afford to have remote start or if you're blessed enough to have it already do not ever let that go I I don't know how you can live in midwest suburbs of Chicago or just the midwest upper midwest in general and not have remote start in your car it is a, a, a need like all cars in Chicago should be th- should have remote start thrown in. And honestly, probably by now they are because the way technology is and everything's like digital. So my car isn't. My car was is a 2015. So they were just starting to get their shit together with that. But um, yeah, no, mm-mm. I can't. I have to have remote start. But um, it's weak. And I wonder if I have to go to the Ford garage um, in order to get it 
re-synced up. I don't know. But I can, like, reach out my arm out the door and start it. Whereas before, I could just open the door and start it. First world problems, though, right? Oh, wow. So I have a Halloween party tomorrow. I'm super excited. I ordered this dress online. I'm so excited to get it, but I'm scared it's not going to be here on time because I, I didn't choose to, like, get... I didn't choose to order it until last minute because I didn't know what I was going to do for a costume. I was throwing around so many ideas that I just didn't settle on anything. And I, Guys, please pray for me. It is so cool. And I've been wanting this dress just in general for so long. So it looks like a pentagram on the straps. And the only thing is it's low cut, which I don't really mind. I'm cool with that. But it is a family party and I don't want to have my boobs out in front of, like, hey, in front of other people's kids. Hey, sweetie. Like, so, I don't want to do that. So, we'll see. I have a strapless bra that I'm going to wear. Hopefully, that'll kind of, like, cover more without ruining the, 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 uh, look of the dress. Because it's so awesome. I'm like, dude, this thing is so badass. And I, I need to get some chokers. I guess I'm going to be a goth. I was going to do something else, but I don't want to, like I work tomorrow and I don't know if I have time to get out because actually I have to leave work, go home and get everybody and then go back the way I came from work to get to the party. So I don't know if I'll have time to sit there and put on intricate makeup. I don't know. But, uh, I'm excited for this dress. I'm so excited. Please, I hope it is gets there by the time I get out of work. Um, and tomorrow, I guess they have an inflatable bar, which I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But I'm excited to see what that means. Um, and I haven't really drank a lot either, so this should be interesting. I had, went out for my friend Trisha's birthday uh, last week. Friday? No. I don't think it was last week. I think it was a week before. I don't know. Maybe it was. But, uh, you know, it was just a couple drinks. We went to, to Vern's and then we went to Public House. Had some food and talked, like, mom stuff. But didn't get crazy. Um, and then went home. And that was good. Like, there was a time where that wouldn't have been enough for me. I would need to go and get fucked up and, like, go to different bars and whatnot. And I just, it's not that I don't like doing that anymore because I'm not going to lie, I do. I like drinking, but I don't like drinking all the time. And I get really sick afterwards. Um, I also don't like the anxiety it brings afterwards. But, um, but now it's cool because now it's okay that if I don't get hammered, it's not a big deal. Like, I feel like I, it, my night isn't boring, you know? So, um, I like that. I don't drink, uh, when I'm not doing anything either. Like, I don't have drinks at home. Like, I used to drink a beer at home here and there. And I just don't do that because I'm really trying to, A, lose weight and get my health in gear because I, I'm worried about, you know, I, as I've said, like, I'm 35 
and you're only getting older. I, me, okay? And I'm like, if, if you don't get your shit together, at least on a track now, it's not going to get easier when you hit 40, you know? So, like, get into the habit of doing healthy things that are good for your body. So, it's like, if I'm going to drink, I'm not going to drink at home. I'm not even going to have a beer. Not even, I don't. I don't need to do that. Like if I'm going to, I'm, if I'm going to drink, I'm going to do it on a special occasion or, you know, like this Halloween party and I'm going to make it count and it's going to be fun. So, and then I can just enjoy that. And, it, and then I also, because I've stopped drinking, um, like the, well, like I used to like once every Friday with my friends, um, the hangover, I don't have hangovers anymore. And that's really nice because I don't know what it is. It's, it's definitely my thirties or it's something else, but I get violently sick and to the point where I remember when we were going, I had a hangover when we were driving down to New Orleans and, um, I was, I was just, could you imagine having a hangover driving 14 hours South? It sucked. It really did. I was... Yeah. So, I don't want to feel like that anymore. There is this podcast, though. I was just thinking about this because it was... Oh, my God. And some of the... Some of... some Like, I told my friend Gina about it. It's pretty funny. Oscar, you would probably think it's funny, too. I have to think about it. It's like podcast night 1282 or something like that. Podcast, whatever. And so, like, we are playing it in the car, and Jordan put an episode on, and I was feeling like, it was feeling like shit, you know, I'm like, ugh. I'm trying to sleep it off. You know, I'm just like, bleh, I'm hot, because it's 4th of July weekend. So, these, it's a, like... A group of friends, a lot of them. There's like a lot of people on one podcast, and the they open the show, and this guy's talking about him sitting in like kindergarten or something. And it's not going to be as funny when I tell it, but he's talking about how like his he had a either substitute teacher or a teacher was in the class, and they and she was pulling down this over you know those white overhead like rollers screens she he was talking about how she was trying to pull that down or like she was yelling at the class and she tried pulling that down and like the whole thing came and fell down on top of her back and he said something like something like it it just took her down to her knees I can't I was dying like I was on my I was on my deathbed in one like instance and then he was talking about this and I was dying I'm like what are we listening to I don't know I have to find it because it's so funny oh my god it's so funny so good because it's like we all know that heavy she's like it's and the, the like his friend's like oh yeah that's an easy 40 pounds <laughs> like what the hell like I don't know so stupid ugh so funny my Swiss chart, I can see it blown in the wind. It looks really good. I don't know if I should pick it now or what. I don't know if it's supposed to get bigger or... I don't want it to just die out here. It looks good from here. 
maybe I'll pick one and eat it and see what it tastes like. I think it's ready. I should Google it. I'm going to Google it. Let's do it together. When can you pick your Swiss chart? Swiss chard grows fast, and it's usually ready to harvest about four to six weeks after planting. Oh, shit, it is definitely ready. One crop, one crop planting can supply leaves for months. Begin harvesting when the plant reaches nine inches tall. Though, the tender baby leaves can be used in fresh salads. Once the leaf is cut, a new one grows in its place. No shit. Cool. That's, a, that's really cool. like it's ready awesome although i'm gonna go look at it but i have to say that the picture i'm looking at now cool i'm gonna pick this because i think it is ready cool hell yeah yes okay cool i'm picking that today Oh, uh, yeah, so I should probably get inside and start class. I felt bad because I wanted to do, like, a Halloween party bingo thing today. I just didn't. I couldn't because I had to work too late, and I couldn't go to the store and get... But there are stores open, but I just wanted to get home because I work so damn late. It's hard for me to get up, you know? I can't just go to bed and wake up, you know, when I get home from school. I need to, like, decompress, so I'm usually up on my phone all night. As I'm sure some of you can tell. Mm. Alright, so I'm going to go. But before I go, I'm going to find this podcast. Because it's funny. Podcast. 1289. Podcast 1289. Uh, and I think... Let's see if I can find the episode. It's on Spotify for sure. It is on Apple Podcasts. Actually, I think the episode is... Because I see that I've listened to one on Spotify. Unless I listen to it. So, I'll give you... I'll give you... This might not be it. Because I listened to it here. And I listened to it on Apple Podcasts. So... It's called... So, this one was recorded in March 2020. It is rated E. So, if you got little ones in the car or whatever, you can't listen to it. Um, experiment, or you can, you know, no judgment here. Experiment zero, uh, 39, Gunslinger Mummy, The Strange Afterlife of Elmer McCurdy. And that goes on to say, ooh, they include pictures on Spotify. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Straight from 1289 Vault comes a lost episode recorded in 2018, but forgotten about until now. Join us as we discuss one of our most bizarre cases we've ever encountered. The tale of Elmer McCurdy, who died an old West gunslinger and was reincarnated as an Egyptian mummy. All right, I'm going to check one last thing. I downloaded the new Apple update and boy is everything different. Like 
I should be reading. I should be reading what's new about everything because I don't know. Okay, let's see. They talk about... Okay, so... They talk about a bunch of random stuff. I can't really tell you. It's like supernatural. It's like aliens. It's stuff like I just explained. It's... Death Note. Alien abduction. Bundy's ghost. Grave robbing for morons. Cancer kid gobble machine. I don't know. A bunch of weird stuff. They just talk about random shit. But it's pretty cool. I, get, I think you guys would dig it. Yeah, check out the episode I told you. Because I'm going through all of the episodes on Apple Podcasts now. From 2018 to 2020. And I don't see... 2016, I guess. they making them. So I don't see where I've listened to it on here. So hopefully that's the one. And he talks about what I was laughing about right in the beginning. So should be good but it's pretty funny they're all funny okay well happy halloween everybody happy hallows eve um maybe watch scary movies today and do homework i think that sounds good because to be quite real with you i just don't feel like doing shit today you ever get like that where you don't feel like doing a goddamn thing but we still need to get our education on y'all so we're gonna make it work we're gonna chill today Okay. I love you guys. Bye-bye. I'm free. Finally. From work. It was a great day at work, but I love my job. I'm so grateful because I love my job, but oh, I'm fucking ready to get the hell out of here. Um, so I did some braiding today, which is good because I'm always trying to build up my braiding skills. The first is a client that usually comes in later in the day, but I'm glad she was able to make it early. So I did some cornrow style on her with some beads in the end. And that turned out good because every time I do her hair, I can see that I'm getting better and better. And she's gracious enough to allow me to practice on her. So I hope it lasts and I hope she likes it. Um, and then I did uh, another, well, then I did a silk press, and that came out really good. That was probably one of the best I've ever done. It was, her hair was beautiful. And then her mom actually did some sort of a highlighting on her. Whatever she did, she did a good job. It looks really nice, so the mom did a good job with that. Um, and then I did a another, like, cornrow-type style, but it's actually Viking. So that was kind of fun. Um, he's Puerto Rican and Polish, so he had like, you know, more straighter hair. Um, and so, he was really happy with that. And it didn't take no time at all. Then my coworker, 
she's really, really busy. She was still working on her first client of the day. And she's like, can you help me out? Can you, you know? And I'm like, yeah, dude, because you know what? When you're in that situation in the salon and you're running behind, it's one of the worst feelings that you could ever have because it's like, especially because I was actually running behind this morning because my first client who I was doing the braids on, she actually wanted, um, she wanted me to silk press it first so it looks like more sleek or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but that's like an extra 45 minutes to an hour that's gonna take me 45 minutes so that I can achieve whatever look you're trying to do. And it's then I gotta braid you down after that. So then I'm like, shit. So it did make me late and I had to end up like putting my second client under the dryer. But I think about that and it gives me crazy anxiety because, you know, you don't want to, um, like one of the worst things to do is to tell your client that you don't know what time you're going to be ready for them. So sweet. I got a good parking spot. So it's just stressful when you're running behind. And, uh, yeah. So, guys, I'm done with masks. I'm not going to lie. I'm here for the cause. I get it. I get it. But it's like, at this point, I'm like, I'm fucking over it. But anyway, I just pulled that bitch off and now I'm at Target and I got to throw it back on. So, and I've been wearing it since 9 a.m. and it's now 5.06. So I'm a little sick of it, but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Soon, right? So, um... You know, she was needing help, so I, you know, made sure to help her with her clients um, and make sure that she can get done. Because she would have been there all night. I had to do um, a wash and condition and a blow dry on one of her clients who was a little girl, so that was pretty easy. And then, um, and then um, I had to... Uh, do uh take down some braids from her guy client and she, I almost I was like I'm not I, I'm not gonna wash it because it would have taken me literally all the evening I've got a Halloween party to go to so I ain't trying to hang it around like that so um so yeah I'm here at Target because I'm praying that I got my Halloween dress in the mail today from Amazizzle. And, uh, um, I want to get some, like, makeup. I should have done this way before now, but I had zero idea what I was going to do. I still kind of don't know. But I guess I'm going to go as a goth or something like that. So I'm going to see what they have left in the way of like makeup and stuff. So. Target and I are going to fight because why did I, I bought, okay. I bought for my costume, which my dress is there. Yes, it made it. 
let now now the second prayer that needs to be said is to make sure that it fits. But if it doesn't fit, I'm sure I can figure something out. I don't know. We'll see. I got a large because the extra larges were gone, and so that's going to be touch and go. But we'll make it work. So I bought some necklaces, like chokers. Smart water, okay. Which it's actually, it was less. It was a dollar fifty. So that's pretty cool. Um, false eyelashes, okay. Lipstick, okay. That's never gonna come off, and I have to seal my fate with that because I. It's this, it's this Maybelline stuff, which I've had before. Oh, I have to see how to take it off because it's ri it is, it doesn't, they don't play. It's like this cool blue, which I'm excited for. I try to find black, but yeah, right, okay. Um, matte ink, super stay. And it, I've had this before in a different color, two different colors, and yeah, it does not budge. Not at all. Not at all. I actually swatched it on my hand and went to the bathroom and washed my hands and yeah, no, this is on there for sure. So I'm going to have to Google how to take that off before I put it on because if it was like a neutral color, it'd be different. But since it's going to be blue, I don't want that on for three days. And then I got, oh shit. Oh, that's what it was. Well, no, I actually, I knew that. And then I got this eyeshadow palette, okay, with some nice colors in there. Um, all of that shit came to 50 bucks, 48.50, because I had my charge, my red card. <clears throat> so they give you a whole whopping 3%. Thanks, Target. You're the best. Yeah, that's insane. Why is why is it? Why did I buy? I bought four things, five things, and and I spent fifty dollars. And here I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm just gonna buy some lashes. I'm just gonna buy a little palette. You know, I can use it for work. You know, everything that I bought, I made sure it's something that I can either use again or like, you know. I'm like, I'm just getting a couple things. No, you're still spending an arm and a leg. Insane. Okay. I had the bubble guts while I was in there. So that wasn't fun. I had to go run to the bathroom and take a dumb and dumber shit. So you could imagine what that was like. I have been accidentally like fasting by accident. But I'm, but then I had a salad at work today from McAllister's, which was good, but that's definitely what caused it because I was like, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh my God, get me out of here. Mayday, SOS. So now my dress, oh yeah, my dress came, so I'm excited. So I'm racing home to get changed. The party, I think, started already. And it's funny because I actually got two TikToks from friends today about being old or and going to parties and how it's just gonna pretty much be like, you sitting there like, yep, 
so we'll see because, you know, I was really, really gearing up to like go into party mode. But now I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't want to feel like shit tomorrow. Like, I don't want to feel like that. So maybe I'll just chill, you know. Um, there was something I was going to say. Oh, I think I was talking about... talking about helping this girl at work. Yeah. I love, I love my coworkers. I love them. I feel like family there, which is great because I've never really felt like that anywhere. Like I've always had people that I liked at work and then there's people that I'm just like, meh, but everybody I work with, I love. And that's how you know you're in the right spot. And I was just thinking to myself today, like, man, I love my job. I love it. Like, it's so, it's so chill. Like, oh my God, when I was working for haircuttery and doing the corporate thing, like, you know what? Like, if that's your thing, that's totally cool. But I was like, everything is very like, are you pushing the product? Are you selling retail? Are you upgrading packages? It's not even about the hair. It's like, how much money can you siphon out of your client? But never mind the fact that we're our whole focus is around people not spending their money because you're at an affordable family salon where you can get a haircut in 20 minutes. So they're pushing this agenda of affordability and quick haircuts, but they want you to be rack raking in all this money. And it's like, dude, no, like you don't even charge your services. Do not reflect what you want and it and it really is like slave labor dude like it's not okay like I don't want to exaggerate because they're you know slave labor is not a thing like I mean it's like that's not what it was but it's definitely exploitative because I mean I remember like you have a, a you have a jumping chart where you have to like level up to different things and like you had to sell so much of this so much of that but but they didn't want to give you anything so any percentage you made you made 45% commission but good luck making that shit if you work less than 40 hours a week or full-time now I'm not gonna say that was everybody but me I only worked four days three four days a week four days because I work three now and yeah, I mean, I jumped one level and it was like, yeah, right. I had to make exorbitant amounts of money each week in order to even make it to the next tier. And it's like, that sucks the life right out of, it sucks any enjoyment out of my career. I'm like, I'm working there. There are so many times where I was like, man, maybe I should just quit. I can find something else to do. I was just sick of doing it. It was fucking boring. And it was just, ugh, so, ugh. But here, I'm just really happy because, you know, the, the uniform, as long as you look nice, is flexible. You know, we are all, help each other out, you know. And, and the, my client, or my coworker, she paid me today to help her do her thing. And I'm like, girl, you don't need to do that. That's what I'm here for. Which, on the other end of that, Something I think is interesting is like 
so she and my other coworker they go to church together and I guess their church is really um it's really um well it's church so they're you know doing their thing I don't really understand the ins and outs of it so I can't really talk too much but it's very intense like I think they they're there all day and I know in black churches that's kind of the, the norm if you go to church you're there for a hot ass minute but um you know she I'm helping I'm helping my coworker out and you know, I'm trying to clean up the salon, and, and, and this is like the second time she said this to me, but my, my other coworker, but she's like, I can't believe how much you, you help people out willingly. She's like, there's times where I'm just like, nah, I can't do it today. And so actually, one of the things I told her, I was like, that is not a bad thing, though. You should be able to say no, because that is just as important as helping. And you can't always compromise you know, you leaving for the day to help people out if you can't stay or if you want to go home. But I think it's interesting because it's almost like she, she's like, I don't understand how you're so helpful. Then, like naturally helpful and kind. And I'm just, I've just said to her, like, isn't that what we're here to do? Like we're, we're a family. We all work together. There's going to be days where I'm going to need your help. And in general, that's just, aren't you supposed to be that way? I know people aren't always that way, but isn't that the point of this thing? Aren't we supposed to be helping each other and, and helping each other get by because things are so hard sometimes? Like the things that life throws at us. Like, isn't that what we are supposed to do as humans is help make life a little bit easier for the other one? But it's like, it seems like, and I don't, I didn't really, I, this is something I'm going to have to ask. I'm really dreading having this conversation because I am not religious at all. Not like this. Not like them. And it's really scary. It's a scary conversation for me to have. Not for the fact that I can't explain myself, but because I'm going to say things that it's really going to um, challenge their beliefs. And I, I just don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody and I don't want to, I don't even want to convince anybody of anything. Like, I don't want to dishearten anybody, if that's even a word. Like, I just, I, I want to be able to say what I want to say and have it received without judgment, but that's not going to happen. But, um, you know, it's almost like she's like, well, how can you be so helpful and not be in church? And and my thinking, that's what I got out of it. Not be religious or not go to church. And my whole thing about it was, what does that tell you? Doesn't that tell you that you can have a set of morals without having to have somebody tell you what you should be doing in life? Like, if anything, I think it's harder, and this is my opinion, obviously. I think it's harder to be, to be non-religious, atheist, or agnostic and still navigate through life and the world because you don't have this entity that you're looking to guide you or this book, this rule book that you're living by. You really have to be a good person if you're going to be a good person. It's not like I'm afraid I'm going to hell. It's not that I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm, I'm being this way because I am this way. 
And so that's kind of the conversation we will have to have one day because she's like, she pulled me aside and she's like, you know, when, and if she, and if you're ever listening to this, I hope you don't think I'm talking bad about you or behind your back because I'm not, but I'm describing how I feel about it as well as the subject itself. But she's like, you know, when are you going to go to my church? And I'm like thinking to myself, like, first off, I'm a little embarrassed because I'm in the salon floor and I don't really like all that attention on the salon floor on me. And then I have to like, you know, I don't want to have this conversation and I definitely don't want to have this conversation on the salon floor and I don't want to offend you and make you feel bad. But at the same time, it's like, that should matter because she can feel how she wants about her religion and talking about it at work, but I shouldn't feel bad saying that I'm not religious. But that's a whole nother thing, and that's actually something that I would talk to her about when we got, if we ever were to talk about this. But um, I'm just like, you know, I just don't feel like I need to do that. And I think that I don't claim that there isn't a God. I know I said I was atheist before. I hate the title because I, I hate the title. I don't know if I'm an atheist. And honestly, I choose not to even take that title because do I believe that there's a creator? I am open to that. And yeah, sometimes I do believe it. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I think that I do believe in reincarnation. Sometimes I don't. The thing is, is that nobody fucking knows this stuff. Nobody knows. You have faith, but faith is not knowing 110%. Well, for factually. It's you, um, you're believing that you know, or hoping that you're right. But it's not knowing there, you know. So, I'm okay with not knowing and saying I don't know. Because, and if I was going to wager, I would say that a God would be okay with that. Because I believe that a creator who created us would be, I guess, benevolent or understanding to the fact that if you don't materialize and prove your existence, you would have to you would have to you would have to like understand that nobody would be sure that you exist so yeah so that's where I'm at with that I don't know I'm always every day you know what I seriously think that everybody should be questioning their religion and spirituality and I think it you're supposed to like I think you're supposed to I don't think you're supposed to blindly feed into anything and I think it is a lifelong journey that by the end of it should you be lucky enough to make it to the ripe old age of whatever old age you make it to I think that's when you finally start to get an idea of what life is about what God is why we are here I think that's all kind of a lifelong journey that you start to kind of piece together then. And, 
you know, if you're fortunate enough to make it then, I think, you know, like, there are a lot of people that, there are people that, my mom had a friend who had died and came back. And I don't know if she was having surgery and something happened. She didn't, like, get hurt or anything, but I think she had surgery or, I'm not sure. But I just remember hearing that she said to my mom, you know, I wasn't afraid to die. I, I'm not afraid anymore. And I think there's a reason behind that. And, um, I, I don't know, like, who knows? Who knows? But I don't think that it's, I don't see it as, like, I don't like that it's considered somewhat sacrilegious to say that. I don't know if this is who God is. And I don't, I'm not choosing to push all my chips in on that. And that's the problem is, especially when I'm talking about, to her about her church, I know that there is no ifs, and or buts. It's like Jesus Christ is God. And anything else is is demonic or witchcraft or it is false. It is, but it's like you don't know that. I don't know. And I'm definitely not trying to offend any of you listening. If you believe in, you know, whatever, I respect it. Just, I, it's just me venting as per usual about this, as, you know, like anything else. But um, I had to come back in here and talk about that because it's just interesting to me that you think you have to be taught to be good or do good. And it's like, no, that's not right. I think humans are inherently good. I think you're born as a child, just as like children or in some religions, I don't know. Because there's so many religions, especially Judeo-Christian religions, there's so like 50,000 and they all believe different things and they don't believe each other is right, even though they all believe in the same person. But just like, I don't know what religion it is, but Catholicism or whatever, that children belong in purgatory and they're, they're damned because I haven't been saved yet. Yeah, I think that's it because they have to be baptized and all that. And I'm like, it's like, how could you, how could, how are you, how are you damned before you even have a foot out of the womb? You haven't had a chance to do anything yet. And you're already like a, a soul, a damned soul. Like really? And if, excuse my ignorance, because I, like I said, I don't, I don't know shit about anything but I just remember hearing that too because I have gone to Christian camps and I've been to Christian camps I used to do Awana I used to do I went to church I grew up in church you know and I hated it it felt weird to me I didn't like it I just something about it creeped me out it was this relationship with somebody you didn't see but you're supposed to give everything and everything of yourself to this person and it was just like it's gross like I don't know like but I don't know I'm still trying to figure it out who knows and it's like another thing that makes me mad and I think I've talked about this as well is like why is God supposed to be a man like if all of the things that give birth that are female on this friggin planet why are we why is it that it's unfathomable that God is a woman like it's also kind of insulting when 
and I guess that comes from the correlation of how women are also treated in the Bible and um, and the correlation with that there's no way in hell they were gonna let a woman be God right and so that's another thing and I could go on and this forever just the way that women are treated in the Bible and it's like I know it's Old Testament stuff but you can't discount one I, like I would feel like you'd have to and maybe it's New Testament too I have no idea but you can't be like because the first, Old Testament's kind of fucked up and it's like how can you be like oh that doesn't count and then only far you, like you can't like this is supposed to be the scripture like so how do you not follow that as well I don't understand because it doesn't look good and it doesn't age well anymore well that you can't do that like you know and the way that they look at slavery and slaves in the bible and that the fact that they've even enslaved anyone at all and I know slavery has been around forever that old weak ass argument but it doesn't make it right but yeah so I'm stepping off my soapbox I don't even know how I got to this point but I'm almost home and um, I'm going to go home and cross your fingers about this dress because I hope it fits because we got to go. All right, guys. Happy Halloween. Be safe. Check you later. Boy, oh boy. That's temperatures really dropped, haven't they? It's freezing outside. But I got a new coat yesterday, so... Honestly, don't care. I love it too. I got it from Target. Target has the best coats. They're affordable and they're cute, and uh, it, it's cool because I can really put a good look together with this coat. It reminds me of like if you're like a lost member of Naughty by Nature. It's just this like big oversized plaid dealio. Um, so I bought the kids coats yesterday. I need to take, if anybody knows and you want to reach out to me because you hear the episode, if anybody knows a place where I can donate their old coats, I don't want to give it to Goodwill. Quite frankly, I'm tired of giving anything to Goodwill because it's been proven time and time again that it just it's not a donation. It's just give us your stuff and still pay for other stuff. And, um, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to actually give clothes to people who need it. Um, so I have to do some research online and figure that out. I think it's just, be, I think for most people, like for me, because I've been trying to donate that way for a long time. And I think it's just for most people. I feel like it's like, oh, well, I can't find, there is no clear place to give this to. So I need it out of my house, so I'm just going to take it to Goodwill. That's happened to me, like, plenty of times. So. Oh, shit, man. Mm. Um, yeah, if I could figure that out, that'd be great. And I have bags upon bags in my garage that need to be taken away. And they've been there for a long time so I'm hoping there's not like bugs and stuff in it but it's like perfectly good clothes and, and other things and it just needs to be taken out of here 
and I cannot throw it away. I just don't have the heart to do that. So maybe that I'll add that to another of my list of things to do for the day. Turkey ice cream cake. How can I help you? Hi, can I just have a large coffee with oat milk? Okay. And that's it. You can go for it. Thank you. Yep. We have an ice cream turkey cake for Thanksgiving. Blech. It looks gross. Even though it's just ice cream. <clears throat> so, I was thinking today, before school, like... Yesterday was a really good day. Nothing spectacular happened. Uh, um, hold on a second. Hi. Hi. I'm well. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. I've started kind of this, it's not necessarily a mantra because I don't like repeat it. I just kind of, when I remember, kind of think about it and it's just like, let's see what happens type of thing. But um, one of my goals is to like be open and just remembering the word open or being open probably like what the hell does that even mean I'll tell you so I suppose the way I think about it is like being receptive to what others can give to you even if it's not good but I know at the same time you really have to protect yourself and energy from people's negative vibes and energy because you don't obviously want because there are people that are just receptive to that and will just dump all of that shit onto you and just purge themselves so that they are so that they are um, clear or clean or whatever <clears throat> and you can kind of um you can kind of tell that if you're having an exchange with somebody and they're talking about themselves and their issues and their problems endlessly and then they don't even like ask how you're doing, you know that somebody's dumping their energy on you or there's just no even exchange of like conversation. It's just like me, 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 me. Woe is me. My problems. Thank you for listening to that. I feel much better. Goodbye. So you obviously got to be careful of people like that. Um, and, but understanding, I, su I suppose being open in that way also means just understanding that they are like that because that is how they, maybe they, maybe they grew up or they live in a world where they have zero people to talk to and, and, and have conversation with something. So when the first person that actually gives a shit about them inquires about them, they just like, 
vomit all over whoever. But I'm thinking about like how I used to shield myself from personal experiences in a way like um, things like kind of like love or like or like even like taking a compliment you know if, if somebody pays you a compliment and you're not sure really what to do with it you're just kind of I don't know what to do with my arms and so you're just kind of like ah thanks or no or that's not being open and it's a difficult practice to be open because it's like it's hard like you have to kind of become vulnerable or or allow your sense of vulnerability which is very difficult but I think also being open is um, expressing how you feel and um, things that you believe in without worry about what other people's people think about that and it's like obviously you're not trying to be offensive if something you say is others deem offensive but it's also kind of not caring about that and just being true to who you are I suppose uh, but doing it in a way of, of loving kindness I guess because you can totally disagree and even be offensive if you're kind about it I guess and I'm not really talking about like openly being offensive but like if you're having a conversation with somebody and they really don't agree with everything that you're saying and they to the point where what you're talking about offends them okay so I, I had this conversation on Saturday I was talking to two older white male males at this party went to a party on Saturday and you know it's a little tipsy and I'm having a conversation that's usually when all these conversation busts out but I don't care because I'll have this conversation no matter what it's the other people that I worry about um, handling what I'm talking about but and it's and this is also another reason why people are supposed to sit down with each other and talk about stuff instead of just standing on our other sides of the fence and just shouting our talking points at each other and seeing who wins. I had to talk about things that racism to white people and I'm pretty much like dude there is racism and you gotta understand that and it and the conversation went really well because he's like listen like I it sucks that I was I was drinking like because I wasn't planning on having a philosophical conversation at a Halloween party but I wish I could remember more about what I was talking about because I mean we had a great conversation I mean we had the guy to my left just talking about, you know, like I grew up and I didn't know a lot of black people and, you know, I, and see, I don't want to even piece together what I think he thought, what I thought he said, but eventually he said something along the lines that I actually found out a lot of black people at work. I have more in common with them than the white people I've had at work or in my life. I don't know. 
Then the other guy to the to the to the right of me, who was older than he was, so you know, Irish dude. His name was actually Brennan, so that was pretty funny. Um, and he actually not only was his name Brennan, but his he used to be a Ryan. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like that's Jordan's brothers. He has a brother named. Brennan and a brother named Ryan. That's wild. But I even had conversations with him and he pretty much was like, do I think racism exists? Yes. But do I think it's, you know, he was starting to say something and I couldn't, I don't know why I couldn't talk to him about this. Cause this was the, the only one of the troubling things. He's like, I think he basically thought that black people hated white people. And I'm like, dude, no, like that's, that's not it at all. First off, you know, like, I'm, I'm like, first off, nobody talks to each other. So you're having this, of course, you, everybody's like, I, and then I've noticed this too with people that, like, black people in my family, I've had somebody once say to me, you know, I'm, I had a, I had a Thanksgiving party and my aunt was like, I'm sorry, I'm uncomfortable. I haven't been around this many white people in a long time. Because she was afraid of, with good reason, of how she would be treated there. Because, you know, obviously. And it's like, it couldn't be more obvious that because we are not, we don't talk about things together. Or we try, and, and somebody always screws it up, like... Yeah, I don't know. I hate talking about this stuff because I feel like I'm not gonna, which I guess I shouldn't, you know, I'm talking about being open and I, and not caring about what people think. But listen, I have a certain view on, on race and it doesn't fit the narrative of what is going on in the world. And it's like, almost like, I feel like a traitor sometimes when I'm just like, guys, we just need a dialogue. Like, I guess if I was back in the 1960s, I'd have to take the Martin Luther King approach. Like, because I do feel like, I mean, we are all the same. I feel like we're divided on purpose. I feel like there could be more of a reconciliation of races, but we're not meant to do that because when we are divided, things are easier. It's easier to scare people. It's easier to make money off of the people that are afraid. It's easier to get elected if, you're, if your base is divided. It's easier. Yeah, there's just so many things behind it. You know, and I was, and the actually, okay, now that I'm thinking about it, the guy to the left of me, he's like, I always think about this. When I was four years old, I didn't think about racism. And I'm like, dude, that's exactly right. Like, when you're a kid, you are taught that shit. Like, nobody, you are taught to be that way. Children don't come out that way. And so what does that tell you? And, and you know, they were kind of talking back and forth a little bit. I don't know. But it was a blur because I can't remember anything. I had a good time though. And I'm glad it didn't, that conversation didn't get out of hand. Because a lot of times I've had it where I've had that same scenario with somebody else. Somebody's, somebody's husband and his brother or whatever. 
And it turned into a, immediately this guy got defensive and was like talking, like getting angry. And I'm like, the fuck it, dude, relax. Like, dude, chill out. Which the weakest argument makes a lot of noise. So if you're that fired up, maybe you're, you're, you're a racist. I don't know. What am I saying? Are you triggering you that way? What does that tell you? But talking about being open is also like, I don't even know. But it was like being open was like, you know, talking about that and listening. Even though I might not like what they're saying, I'm listening. Because if I don't listen, then I have zero understanding about the quote-unquote other side. But I don't think there's another side. I think people are, are horribly... Because there obviously is definitely, you know, I don't know. But aside from that, but just being open and being open to what life has to offer you. Because I do believe when you close yourself down or close yourself out, you kind of miss things. So talking about yesterday, it was it was not special it, well, I mean, it kind of was. So I go, I had to get a crown put, my permanent crown put on. Franklin Dental, best dentist ever. And I mean, I've been on a journey and a quest for a dentist for years. I had the worst dentist when I was a kid, who I'm semi-convinced he took advantage of me racially and... Um, he just did a horrible job. He he pulled my wisdom teeth out. He didn't um, put me out on, or under. You know, I'm seeing all these people out, you know, on the twilight gas. And everybody's like, you know, and then I'm like, hey, I didn't have that. I just had Novocaine. Everybody's like, you weren't put under for that? I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't know. I had no idea. Uh-uh. Thank God they weren't impacted because that would have been a nightmare. Even more so than it was. And just like, it was just miserable. Like, ugh, God. But then I've been through different dentists up to now. And Dr. Seward, who's in South Elgin, he's really, really good too. And he, they're very, very nice. Um, my f mom's friend works as the receptionist and she's really nice. So it's always nice to see her kind of keep up with her and they're just nice um and then I went somewhere else and I wasn't too thrilled about that place but it really wasn't nothing bad happened and I think he did a good job um But this den, den, Franklin Dental is phenomenal. They are, my dentist is so kind. And so I'm like, checks in because she knows my history with dentists. And so anyway, so, okay, before I get lost in that. Um, so I have the temporary put, put on. And so like when I first went to get the, well, when I first went to get the temporary put on, um, they did the cab, well, Actually, I had a cavity. 
So first I had to get the cavity filled and I paid whatever. And then insurance took care of the rest. So then I went to get the temporary crown put on. And they're like, oh, actually, I think you overpaid, so you don't even need to pay anything. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, that's awesome. So then I go back yesterday to get the permanent crown put on. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to put this on my Apple card. It's cool because I get cash back, but I don't like putting things on credit unless I have to. But I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens. So I get all the work done. And they're like, yeah, you're good. I'm like, I don't have to pay anything today. They're like, nope, you're all set. I'm like, yes! Yes! Because that shit is expensive. It is expensive. Oh my God. So I was like, hell to the yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to get these coats. And I went, after that, I went and I saw my dad. I'm like, I'm glad because I didn't see him pretty much the whole entire month of October. So it was nice to catch up and whatever. And then I went to the gym. Had a great workout there. Then I took Declan for a walk because I had to do a haircut later. So it was like 10, 30. So I was taking Declan for a walk. We take our walk and we usually make it a good one. 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, then I'm like, okay, so then... I cross the street to get to my side of the street and walk home. And I look at the, I start seeing something on the ground. I'm like, what is that? And it's $10. I found $10 on the ground. I was like, what? I was like, oh my God. I'm like, am I at a TV show? Did I just, because they were like perfectly laid out. I'm like, I know it's 10 o'clock on a, on a Tuesday night, but am I, am I in candid camera? Like, am I on a TV show? So that's cool. Um, I was pretty excited about that. I was like, hell yeah, man. But the first thing I did wasn't jamming in my pocket. It was saying thank you to whatever or whoever allowed that to happen. Um, a God? Sure. The universe? Okay. Nothing? Fine. Like, I don't know. Nobody knows. I don't know. But I'm going to be grateful for it because I feel like the more you express gratitude, the more stuff happens to you. And I also did that after the dentist. I said, thank you for a free service. And luckily, hours later, I found 10 bucks on the ground. So, coincidence? Probably. Maybe. Who knows? If not, I'm grateful for it. Um, so... I, and I believe I, it's because I try to be open to receiving good things and to know that, you know, being open to know that you're worthy of good things happening to you. And, um, being happy and that you are, you are allowed to be happy. And accepting love and kindness from other people. And if there's ever a time to do that, it's now because since we don't, we aren't, um, since we've been, you know, sequestered for over a year and a half because of COVID, I think now more than ever, you need to like 
accept what people give you. Um, and maybe that, okay, so now I'm thinking to myself, and then so then I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe that means to people that I don't normally care for, if they are maybe being open to understanding that they only have this to give, maybe I just accept that and just keep a relationship that's a minimal thing. I don't know. It's not very many, many people I don't like, so that's hard for me. But I'm thinking of like how I can relay this to you. Or like accepting help. Being open to accepting help. And, and allowing ourselves to dissolve resistance to help. Or resistance to love and kindness. And resistance... Here's a big one for me, um, accepting criticism. And it's, it's not that, it's not that I don't like being told that I can improve. It's sometimes certain people say things and it's like, yeah, dude, I already know that I'm going to do it. Like I think about that. Or have you ever been like, well, I was going to do it until you said something, but now I'm not going to like I know it's dumb, but it's like, maybe it's the Capricorn in me. I don't know. And it's, it's not like, in, and it's not even like me trying to be mean, but it's just like, dude, I got this. You don't have to tell me. I can do it. I got it. But then it's me being, but then, you know, I have to be open to people like trust trying to help me out. You know, like it's not, they might not think that you aren't smart enough to understand this or, or find this out yourself maybe it's more along the lines of this could help Katie and I love Katie to where I want to send her this link or this information I don't know I don't know it's weird Oh, so Jordan's birthday is Thursday. I have he's the hardest man to shop for. I don't know what to get him. I don't know. And I really honestly we don't really exchange gifts anymore. I don't care about it. So I think it's time to like not care about it. But I do want to get him something. And maybe that comes from the fact that I don't know. Surprising with a gift is always cool my friend my beautiful friend Gina she's the best gift giver like she's always like dude I thought of you here I was like dude what no and I and I feel guilty because I'm not a gift giver I just I think I'm more affectionate I'd rather give you a hug than a gift I think or I'd rather pour over you with words of Ad, um, admiration and love and kindness and support than give a gift. I'd rather make you feel good verbally or physically than 
give a gift. But I think a good gift is awesome because people are hard to shop for. And if you know how to shop for somebody, that means you really understand their likes and wants and you listen to the things that they like. Or you are just, I don't know, man. She sent me this journal. I think it's like, let that shit go journal. And it's just like, man, I was having a really hard time. And she sent me a different, years ago, she got me a Beatles journal and I still have it and it's almost full. It is the only journal that I've ever almost completed cover to cover. And I got these things at a time where I really needed it. And so it's like, it's like, man, a good gift giver is great. And it's heartfelt and that's wonderful. And you see that somebody's thinking about you. Um, I don't even know why we're talking about that. Oh, Jordan's birthday. So, I don't know. I don't know what to give him. He's hard to shop for because... I'll think I know what he likes. But then I'm afraid it, he won't like it and won't wear it or something. But then I don't want to ask him because then it ruins the surprise. But I should just ask him, what do you want for your birthday? But I don't know. We'll see what we do. Um, so it'll be nice because I'll have Thursday and Friday off. And that'll be really cool. I should maybe switch my schedule to that because that would actually be awesome to have Thursday, Friday off, work Saturday, and have Sunday off. But I do like having stuff Mondays, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. Because sometimes it's kind of nice to have, well, I don't know. I don't know, actually, now that I'm thinking about that, I think I'm going to stew on that for a little bit. Because... much goes down on a Tuesday, but Thursday and Fridays, there are a lot of great stuff. Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that. That's a pretty good idea. So, yeah, the holidays are coming up. I'm probably like 30 minutes into this conversation. I'm so sorry. Yep, 29 minutes and 13, 14, 15, 16 seconds. I don't know if anybody's ready for the holidays or whatever, but I am... I'm, I'm ready to like celebrate with friends and family. I'm ready for that. I think we've all been um, starved of um, connectedness, and I think we I think some of the problems that we're having can be solved by seeing people. But I am I do understand we're still in a pandemic, and actually, my dentist was just telling me yesterday. Um, okay. Um, 
she's she, I guess she's from Romania and she said that her numbers their numbers there are astronomical and they're the worst that they have been since COVID began but you know normally that would scare me but it doesn't scare me because I just feel like okay well I didn't go into it but I'm like did you have high numbers in the beginning or were you pretty much good until now and you're getting the stuff that everybody else has had already I don't know I'm just kind of over COVID I don't really care anymore and I know that sounds horrible and I'm sorry I'm sorry okay I will do everything that I need to do I will wear the mask continuously I will wash my hands I will social distance but it is my right to not care about it any longer and I hate saying it is my right because that has now been so abused that I just you can't even use it anymore because you sound like an asshole but I can just not care about it and still do whatever and just wish that it would be over already because I'm I'm done and the thing is is like I do it's not going anywhere. Like, that's the thing. And this is the thing that I don't understand. Eventually, we're going to come to a point where we're going to just have to say, well, COVID's still a thing. So, we're just going to have to go back to normal and just Because it's not going anywhere. Like, that's the thing. It's just like the flu. It's it's not, like, just like it. But it's here to stay. It's not, it's not just going to mysteriously and be like, oh, okay. And be done. It's just, it. that's what our reality now. So, eventually, I think it's okay to start trying to find a normal again. Like, I, if I could go back to not wearing a mask, I would love it. I'm sick of the mask. I'm sick of it. I want to see I people's faces again. Like, I go to the gym and nobody wears the masks in there. And they should. Well, I don't know how you can work out and wear a mask. Uh, like, Quinn. Quinn's like, man, gym is so hard. I have to wear a mask and I can't breathe. It's like, God damn it. I have to get her disposable ones and not the cloth one. I feel bad. And then our girls, uh, the other girls in swimming gym, I don't, obviously they can't wear it in swim class, but gym class, I don't really know if they wear a mask in there or not. They definitely wear it in the building, but to wear it during class, I'm not sure about that. I'll have to see, but I don't know. I'm over it. But it, um, but yeah, I don't know. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys have a great day. And this will probably be ready for Friday. So I'll probably post it then. I don't know if I'll add to this episode. I know it's long as hell, but, um, we'll see what happens. So I want to close out, um, today. Well, this episode by saying happy birthday to Jordan. Uh, it's Jordan's birthday. Yay. Um, and, uh, I hope he has a wonderful day. You know, I was actually saying all this and then it turns out I wasn't recording. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Okay. So side note. Um, so I, I 
I get donuts and stuff for the girls. And, um, um, when I drop off Quinn, and, uh, there's this girl that's been, um, working there for a long time, like, probably since Quinn and Dylan were in elementary school, like, first grade kindergarten, so it's crazy she's still there, and she's very nice. Um... But yeah, I've known Jordan for like, since I was 19 years old, 2005. So the fact that um, it's 2021 and this guy's still in my life, it's crazy. And it's a blessing because he's just been there, you know, like, and you know, we've had our good times and bad times and it's, a, it's special when you can find somebody to walk through life with you no matter what which is a lot so happy birthday Jordan I hope you have a great day um, I was recording all of this before and then I, like I said I realized that I had stopped the recording and it did so I had to like start over so what I said the first time was a little bit more I don't know if eloquent is the word but So Duncan has a new roast, or blend, I should say, because they're trying to get out here like Starbucks. It's like some holiday blend. It's supposed to taste berries and shit in there, blackberries. I don't know. Coffee is coffee. I can't really, I don't know if I can distinguish between the uh, notes. I, I don't know. Um... So I think I'm gonna, so today for school at, at home, I haven't been doing a lot of crafting and stuff like that because sometimes I could just get lost in like making sure they're doing the work, work that it's getting a little boring in there. So I'm like thinking about it today. I'm like, yeah, it would probably be a lot easier or, or more exciting for them if we could do something fun. So, I think today, maybe we could focus on getting outside more, check out the leaves, um, and trying to think of a craft. Uh, we can do a fun craft, but also a learning craft. I want to focus on some sort of Native American art. So, that's where my head is at now, and that's what I'm going to do when I get home kind of like research and kind of see. Uh, gonna read some more out of the book um, before Columbus and you know this woke homeschooling um, curriculum if you're even if your kids are in public school and if you want to teach them about the alternate history which some people call critical race theory which is bullshit but if you want to teach them about, you know, how things really went down, Woke Homeschooling has O Freedom, which is their history um, uh, program. And it's, this girl put her, like, 
put her blood, sweat, and tears into this curriculum. It's excellent. It's excellent. It, like, gives you so much. And, like, there's... They tell you where you can get audiobooks for free. They tell you where you can get, you know, how to build your home library with books about, you know, these different people and tribes and, like, um, groups. Um, and... Um, She really did a good job with it. Um, so, it's cool too because she even revised it this year and kind of put some more stuff in or like cleaned it up a little bit and she gave me that copy for free. Everyone who bought it got it for free, which is awesome that she did that. So, we're kind of reading Seas Behind Trees, which is a book about a blind Native American boy. Um, and just his, uh, you know, kind of like a coming-of-age warrior tale about how he becomes an Indian warrior, or Native American, I should say, warrior, um, with being a blind, blind um, vision. Um, so, that's interesting. Um, so, we're doing that, and we're doing... These books are really short, by the way. So reading is a challenge for Dylan, but she is reading. Um, so I'm finding that I have to really break down um, how, reading for her, which is okay because I had to do that for myself. And I tell her this all the time, you know, because over the summer, especially right before school started, you know, I was, I was reading three books at a time and that came from a brief time where I was not able to read an, a single page while staying focused. I had just never been a reader as a kid and I'm starting to kind of get into books now as an adult and it's just um yeah so I got to a point where I I, I I rewired my brain to actually read chapter to chapter instead of, okay, just read these first five pages, ten pages, you know. So, I'm telling her, like, listen, even if you need to read two pages out of this chapter book or whatever, like, that's okay. Because in two weeks, you could maybe read five pages. So... Um, and I will tell you the struggle is real because I feel like I don't know I feel like in the, because screens are so prevalent, especially in our household, like, it's just, it's not even a bad thing necessarily, but um, it's just definitely makes things harder. So, yeah. Uh, I really have to, like, prioritize reading and writing and all this stuff. So, 
Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's what we're doing. And uh, it's cool. Oh bad. I had the best work, best sleep. I don't know. I'm not sure. You ever have the? You ever go to sleep and then you like? Maybe you got a sweater on, and you're just sweating your ass off, and it's uncomfortable, but it's not. I love that. I love that. That's kind of how I was. I was. We we're literally sweating. Like it's so hot, but it's like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like weird. Like it's like cleansing almost. I don't know why but it just feels like I don't know. So yeah. I don't know what else. Oh I guess I could tell you guys about my work day yesterday because I had a really bad day. I had a bad day yesterday. I'm not going to even lie. Today, yeah, Parenting and homeschooling was a real challenge yesterday. And um I, it, to the point where I'm like, you know what? Do whatever you want. I don't care. You want to you wanna game? Go for it. I'm just going to be over here in my bed, taking a peace break, watching Squid Game and The Harder They Fall, which is excellent on Netflix. It is so good. I got to finish it. I love westerns, and I love that they're, it's an all-black western, and I am so happy about that. It is great. So, uh, check that out on Netflix. It's, it's very, it's very Tarantino-esque. I don't know why, but it gives me Django vibes, but I'm not sure who directed But even like the opening credit song, like the title song, it's just like, ooh, it's like a banger. So I like did that and I took my work phone upstairs and just was working from my bed and I'm like, I need, to, I cannot, I can not. I just posted this quote in my Instagram stories and on my Curiosity Prism page, not the podcast page, but it said something like, you know, it's okay to disappear until you feel like you again. Oh yeah. Like that was yesterday. For sure. For sure. Um, I, uh, I was like, I can't. I physically can't. You know, these PMDD or PMS hormones are real right now until next week, midweek. So, it's just like, I don't have the brain capacity nor the patience to, um, to deal with a single thing any longer. So I am out of here. Um, but okay, so then I'm like, some for some reason I have anxiety about going to work. Oh my god, Comcast. Stop it. It's a work phone and they're calling Comcast is blowing it up. And it's like, dude, you're, I have no, no, 
I have to tell her actually. Hold on, uno momento. Um, so I'm like, okay, so I'm like, all right, what do I got going out at work today? Oh, a lock retwist. Cool. And then what else? A color. And I actually texted the color, the, the woman, the client who was getting the color. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I got a lock retwist. It's probably going to only take me a half an hour to 45 minutes to twist it. You want to come in at 6 15? cool because I can get you both in here at the same time and I don't have to be there till like 10 p.m. so um, all right, so I get there so okay she's coming in at 615 got my lock retwist coming in at 530 so as so as I'm doing this lock retwist at work everything's going smoothly I'm like okay cool his locks are bigger so it's gonna take less time or whatever it didn't but whatever um but i'm just focused on okay let's just do a good job whatever so then some this other woman comes in i'm like that doesn't look like because i had the my my 615 girl send me a picture because she was talking about color and all this other stuff so i'm like okay i'm like that doesn't look like the girl in the picture but I'm like, maybe she's here to pick up because our barber is doing somebody else's hair. I'm like, maybe she's with this person. Okay. So she sits, she sits down. I'm doing the retwist. Then she walks back. She's like, yeah, um, I just talked to so-and-so and months ago. And um, I just wanted to make sure I'm with you, right? I'm like, uh, yeah, because it's just me and a barber. So, yeah, you're with me. Which I wasn't upset with her about it, but I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me right now? Oh, she was the nicest, coolest person. I felt so bad immediately that, like, something had gotten screwed up. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay, we can make this work. The other person's getting a so So I'm like, yeah. So she goes, to, she's like, actually, I can go. I didn't eat lunch, eat dinner yet, so I'll go get some food. I'm like, awesome. So she does that, and I'm like, all right, shit. All right, Katie, think. Think, think, think. Okay, well, these locks need to sit under the dryer. Locks need to sit under the dryer for a while, like a long time. The longer they get, the longer they have to sit under there. So I put him under there for like 45 minutes because you want to be sure that they're dry so they don't unravel or whatever. So um, I'm like, okay. All right, he's under the dryer. I don't have to worry about him for close to an hour. So I'm thinking to myself. So then my other appointment walks in. All this, uh, my other, my the first person who came in, and she left to get food. So then my color client walks in. I'm like, okay. 
you know, get in a chair, what are we doing? And the thing that made it difficult was she was, you know, seeking advice on how to style her hair and how to style it going forward. Cause she's like, you know, I just don't like my hair in just a plain afro. I want to make sure I can do something with it. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, this is going to be challenging only because um, I have to educate you and style it. So I'm like, okay, let's just worry about the color first. So I get the color on. She comes in as I'm having this conversation, consultation. And then, so the other client walks in and has a seat. So I, I get her color on. She has to press for about 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay. So then I start, the, the girl who left for food had to get it, uh, wanted to get some food or, um, was getting a silk press. So I start her service and I'm like, Lord God, hair gods, please be with me. Because if there's anything that gives me anxiety in the salon, it's having clients waiting. Because if you can execute flip-flopping clients, it's like, it's great. Not only is it cool because you get through, you know, I was, I was like, I was like, this sucks, but at the same time, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm doing three services in one night, and it doesn't really take me any longer that to do it. Uh, hell yeah. But if you can't execute that to where everybody is seen equally and people start to get pissed that they're waiting, that's the thing that's scary. So, I'm just like, you know, walking in the back, preparing this color, like, oh my god, are you kidding me right now? Like, come on. This is not what I needed for the rest of the day. Um, but I'm happy because both these women were in a sorority and we, I got to, we got to talk about that and how insecure in the first episode, which I can't wait to see it. Think Amanda Seals character and we couldn't think of her name and I can't think of it either, but she's wearing, um, sorority colors and letters and I guess it was a big deal which I didn't see that episode yet I actually am excited I get to watch Insecure again thank god and that soundtrack on Spotify is fire I love the Insecure soundtrack on Spotify but um everything ended up working out you know the, the boy with the locks he was done I was able to check him out and get him going you know he just had to dry and be unclipped from the clips and you got to go, and then, um, and then, uh, they ended up talking to each other, which is what I wanted, because I was like, if you guys, yes, like, that's the best thing, when you're, when your clients can become friends, then it takes the pressure off on you, especially because they're sorority, from different sororities, but they know that life, it's like, okay, now you guys are connected, you have something to talk about. Um, because one of the biggest conversational pieces I talk about, especially when I can't think of anything to talk about, is um, TV shows. What are you watching? Because people are always watching something, because there's always something to consume on TV. Because I want to get uh, recommendations, because um, I don't get to watch a lot of TV. But, um, you know, they started talking about that. They talked about the insecure sorority thing. Uh, they talked about their own sororities and kind of, and then I started asking questions about a sorority because I don't know anything about that. Um, but yeah, so I wish I could join a sorority. I, you know, I don't have a bachelor's. I guess you can join just 
as a civic member, but I, I can't because I didn't go to college. Hmm. But that's cool because I like that there's some sort of pride with that. If Quinn or Dylan did that, that would be really cool. Um, but it all worked out in the end. And, uh, and, and so, so the lesson I gleaned from that, if anything, if, if anything becomes important from this, what I'm talking about right here, is how the universe gives you what you need when you don't, and you have to look out for it because it's true. You can believe God, whatever it is you want to believe, I don't care, but whoever this entity or whatever this thing is gives you, life gives you what you need. So earlier in the day, I was having this really hard day and I was not my best self and I was not patient. But what I realized after, you know, I'm cleaning up at work and what I realized is these women were patient with me. There was a scheduling error, whether it was my fault or not. I'm actually not sure how they got scheduled or how, I know the color got scheduled by me, but the other lady, I'm not sure how that happened. Um, she said she talked to the manager or the boss, or the owner, but you know, they could have been like, really angry about that. They could have been mad that they had to wait and that their appointment time wasn't their appointment time. They had to kind of share it with two other people, no matter which way you look at it. And I just was telling them like, thank you so much for being accommodating. I'm sorry that you have to kind of wait a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, thank you. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Don't worry. It's also late at night. So like, you know, we didn't leave, last client didn't leave to like nine. Um, so, you know, there's a plenty they could have been upset about, but they weren't. And I thought to myself, like, these people offered you grace. So when, even though you're having a rough day, you need to extend that grace to your children. You know, whatever's going on inside your head and however you feel hormonally or whatever, that is kind of your problem. And, but how you take that and filter out what you need on your end to communicate, you know, you got to just be aware of that. And like, it was a lesson, like, you know, you got a lot of grace today. So this is a reminder that, you know, you need to give what you get and, um, and, and give it freely. Um, I think my issue is, is I worry. I've, I, there's a lot that I'm starting to not worry about that I used to stress out about. And I think a lot of people do, but I'm start. there's still a lot that I worry about. Like, so that causes me a lot of anxiety. And so that can be turned into something bigger than it really is causing me to stress out. So I guess this week's um, little, um, I don't know, lesson? No. Mm, I don't know. Lesson, takeaway, there we go. Is uh, give what you get because you know what? Some You're helped out a lot in life. There's rarely anything, and I tell this to the girls, there's rarely anything anyone does without help from somebody else. 
even when you think you had it done this something all by yourself or had to do things all by yourself it's very rare that that's true so life will be there to help you you just gotta find it all right everybody I think that's it I think I've made a long enough episode so I'm gonna post it early normally I post on Fridays well I try to whatever but it's Thursday so I'm happy to just get it out and start working on another episode and we'll see what that brings us. Um, you can check me out on Curiosity Prism and Curiosity Prism underscore podcast, which I wish there was a way I could merge accounts, but I can't because there's a lot of stuff I share on my personal page that I want to share on my podcast page, but I don't want to share duplicate things to the same people like why but um but yeah it's a beautiful fall day get outside you know I and I, this is me taking my own advice but one of the things I was talking about to my client yesterday is just how the pandemic has really brought us awareness to things we had never noticed before and one of those instances is being um nature and how things look outside and how beautiful it is and um, fall is probably one of the most beautiful times of the year and uh, before these leaves hit the ground and everything turns into a brown stick get out there and enjoy it and the weather's not too shabby either thank you so much for listening I hope you have a good weekend stay warm and cozy and I'll catch you next week Mm -hmm.